When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. And the Calgary Flames have won the Stanley Cup! We're the winners! We're the winners! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Yeah, baby! Welcome to episode four of Blasty's Corner. I am your host, Grant Chung, and joined by co-host Chris Sardina. Hope everybody had a happy Thanksgiving, happy Turkey Day. Uh, how are we doing today, Chris? Oh, I'm fantastic. Feeling very full and extra chubby. Extra chubby. Do you uh, take down a lot of turkey this weekend? Oh, everything. Turkey, pie, Halloween candy, some of that Ooh. too. Oh, man. Yeah. Wow. Getting in there early. Maybe some beers, but... Uh, Just a little bit? Oh, one or two. Mm. Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> But it was a good time. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Awesome. Well, thankful. I am thankful that hockey is back. But, uh, you know, nothing nothing quite gets me as melancholic as um, watching the Oilers win. And uh, that's exactly what happened mere moments ago. Uh, Oilers win in the shootout against the Vancouver Canucks on their home opener. Um yeah, I mean, did you have any thoughts on that, Chris? Oh, I, <clears throat> I thought it was a good game. Um, Canucks came back in the third. Yeah. Um, I was kind of just going to turn it off and cry, <laughs> as I usually do um, when I watch hockey as a Flames fan. Yeah. Um, but the Canucks came back a little bit, and uh, you know, Oilers inevitably won. Um, but it was Man. a really exciting game. High pace, not a lot of defense. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. Overall, a good night of hockey. Watched uh, a lot of the games today. Habs Canadians. Sorry, Grant. I know you're a Habs fan. But yeah. They also succumbed to a loss. Didn't even make it to overtime. No. No, they're not good enough i was praying that caulfield could pot one for me because i have him on a couple fantasy teams but yeah. nothing blanks i got two goals out of that 
Good old Willie Nylander and Jonathan Drouin. Mm, congrats. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> At least I got some points out of it. That's right. Uh, but yeah, I mean, if uh, if you're a hockey fan, I mean, or if you're a Flames fan like we are, you know, uh, we're all we can really do right now is watch because oddly enough, our first game isn't until the 16th, a full four days after the start of the hockey season. Um, I don't think that's ever happened before. It's, uh, it, I don't know. It's quite the delay. And yeah. It's a delay for the inevitable, I'm going to say that twice now, but the inevitable loss for the season opener. I don't want to be a pessimist, but no track record, Grant no. track record, track but record, they're, but they're playing. This is the year. This is the year they'll break it. I feel like I wasn't even born the last time they won the season opener <laughs> and I'm old. What isn't it? Hasn't it only been like six years, 10 years or something? <laughs> That's. A, <laughs> I think we're definitely in the tens. Um, I don't know if we're, we're quite reaching that Anaheim curse level yet, but 2009, that's not bad. Yeah, 2021, I guess. Yeah. 12 years. That's not bad. Yeah. At all, hey? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't won a season opener since October 1st, 2009. Yeah. Yeah. Mika Kiprasov, Roberto Luongo were in the team's respective nets. Dion Phaneuf scored a goal. Jay Bowmeister played over 29 minutes. <laughs> Jay Bowmeister <laughs> was on the team back then, hey? Yeah. Wow. Those yeah. were the bad years, man. 2009? Yeah, those were the bad years. That like was the start, to... start of the end, I think. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. into darkness. Yep. But hey, at least at the time, we still had our captain. Good old Jerome McGinley. Jerome, isn't that the year we traded him? Was it 2009 or was that the next year? Was after? it 2009? 2010, maybe? Maybe I'm crazy. I don't even remember. I know. It's been so Man, long. we're supposed to be big fame, Flames fans, but we don't even... <sighs> I know. Podcast, we don't have the stats in front of us. You know, Almost <laughs> like we're winging it. Almost. 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 Um, let me just... Do a quick search here. I'm guessing it was the 2010-2011 season. Yeah. That's my guess when we traded Jerome McKenna. March 28th, 2013. Oh, boy. All right. 2013. Well, it's been a great career with you, Grant. Uh, four episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Time to hang March, up the mitts. <laughs> no, they got he got traded on March twenty seventh, twenty thirteen. Let's not talk about that. Man. That was a terrible trade. Nothing came oh, out of it. Nothing. Yeah. Well, that's nothing. why you don't have a, a lawyer become a GM. I guess. Yeah, say. I guess. I guess. Uh, but there was a reason I brought that up because uh, you know we're we're heading into the season without a captain. No captain. Um, what do you think? This is Kachuk's team, though, right? Is it? I, don't I know. think so. I think does, it is. Does he even want to be here? That's the question. I mean, I guess that's the biggest question. Only Kachuk knows that answer. Yeah. Brady's still yeah. holding out, isn't he? Yes, he is. Yeah. So uh, he is still holding out. Man, I don't know. Um, I just have a weird feeling about it. 
I mean, I feel like um, he's going to leave, but um, I have no evidence to back that up. It's just a gut feel. Um, I feel like he's going to sign the qualifying offer for one year and then test free agency. Bada bing, bada boom. Done. Done in Calgary. I mean, it, now, that being said, if we bring in some stars or something to make us more competitive, maybe he will stay. I feel like Kachuk just cares about winning, you know? Yeah. Um, which we haven't done any of that here. And he's part of the problem, obviously. Yeah. Being uh, one of the stars. But uh, as a captain, I, I think I uh, I like the idea. I mean, he has to um, kind of like Brad, Brad Marchand, you know, like he used to go over the line a whole lot more. I think Kachuk is in a similar sense. I don't think Kachuk goes over the line as much as Brad Marchand did. No. Um, but it's in the similar kind of area. Like he's a pest, right? Like, and you know, he draws a lot of penalties, but also takes a lot of penalties, and mm-hmm. um, but also carries the energy of the team with him on his back, which I think makes him a good choice for captain. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other choices I think that are also good. Um. I actually think Lucic would be a decent. I think Lucic is really well liked in the room, respected yeah. in the room. Um, Backlund probably is another good pick. He's been here for a very long time. Yeah, he's the longest tenured flame right now. Um, now that doesn't mean he's a great leader or anything, but he has had the A for the last few years, I believe. So, yep. yep. Another good pick, I think. Uh, I don't know when they're going to announce a captain. I don't even know if they're going to do it this year. I don't think they will. I think they're. I, I think you're right. I think they're kind of looking to see whether Kachuk is going to sign long term, whether he'll stay after this year. Because uh, I mean, you. I, I read a very interesting article on the Athletic, um, mm. written by Haley Salvian, mm-hmm. and uh, she was just you know talking about how Calgary's had. I mean, we've been very lucky in terms of having great choices for. A captain. We've only had two in two decades: Jerome Aginla, as we mentioned, and Mark Giordano. Yes, who has since been named the captain, the first captain in franchise history of the Seattle Kraken, which was pretty neat to see. Uh, sad, sad, very yeah. sad. I feel like the Flames took the biggest, one of the biggest hits out of anyone in the league. There, I mean, yeah. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I, I think he's. He's 38. He's like 39. I mean, <laughs> yes. You can see. <laughs> yeah. I he's mean, old. he's still a great captain. He's a great guy in the locker room. And, you know, I'm sure he's still a serviceable defenseman. But you could tell, like, I, I don't know if you watched. Uh, kudos to the NHL, by the way. Uh, first on opening night, having um, the two expansion teams play each other on the first game um, or on the first day of, of, of the season. Uh, I don't know if you watched the game, but I mean, by the end of it, you know, uh, when Seattle was trying to make a push to tie the game late in the third, you could just tell that Jordana was gassed. Like he had no, (laughs) (laughs) he was gassed. (laughs) No, I was, I was watching and I can't remember, my man, my memory's getting horrible, but I can't remember if they actually tied it at one point or they did tie it at one point. Yeah, they tied it at one point. And then lost the lead on a very sus 
goal. I mean, the uh, kick in. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I, yeah. I saw. I saw it quick. I saw it quick. Uh, but you know, to me, that looked like that looked like a kick. Like uh, he, you know, he he moved his his his. Yeah. Skate. <laughs> Let's <laughs> add it to the laundry list of things that the NHL doesn't know what they're doing on. And... Yeah, he angled it like he could. It was very obviously. Yeah, and they're fine with deflections. Like you can redirect your foot to like direct a puck in, I believe. But you just—it's just the motion of kicking can't sure. be done. I think but that's they changed the rule a few years ago. Did they on that? Where you like you can change your angle of your foot to like allow it to bounce it off and go in. Okay, which it was kind of in that gray, it was a gray area. But I was also leaning towards yeah, it's probably a kick in. But yeah. I mean, Batman only, it's the two expansion teams. He can't favor one. So, you know, he had to pick, uh, I mean, I flip the coin. So you, you pick the, the tenured, I, I guess you pick the tenured one is, is <laughs> yeah. what. They're both deep in his there. pocket. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. is what happened there. He just picked the one with the tenure, but mm. yeah, yeah, anyway, like, it's, you know, it's done, yeah. it's done, but what's done is done. But yeah, no Gio. Yeah. I was, <laughs> I remember the end, very end of the game. I don't know how much time was left. Maybe a minute. And he just like <laughs> he yeah. couldn't skate around <laughs> anymore yeah, in the zone. Nothing. And I was like, oh yeah, there's his age. You know, that's yeah. Couldn't push it anymore. And they 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 had a chance. Like they were they were hemming the the Vegas Golden Knights in their own zone, and they had yeah. some momentum. Like they were they were surging, but uh, they just you know, I'm not saying that it was Giordano's fault that they didn't come back, but I mean, you could tell that he was. He was pretty gassed. Like he, he made a very bad. Like I think he turned it over, um, <laughs> and then like he tried passing it off, and the the his partner like passed it back to him, and then yeah, it was just like he was running around in his own zone. It was just like you know, he looked gassed. So they're they're going to be an interesting team to watch. Like I don't know who's going to score a whole lot of goals for them. Hmm. Um, I guess you could have said the same thing about Vegas when they first came in the league too. Yeah. Um, and they found gems kind of like Carl. I think Carlson. What did he put? Forty goals in his first year with Vegas. Yeah, I think he did. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> and then I mean, yeah, no, no. But still, that was nice that first year. And then they've added to the scoring, obviously, and Pacioretty and Stone. Stone, yeah, yeah. a lot of good players, like really good players. And um, one guy that I like is interesting on Seattle that I've liked in the preseason, and he scored a beautiful goal. Is Morgan Geeky? Morgan Geeky. Yeah, did you see his goal last night? I didn't. I don't think I did. Ah, yeah, it was. I mean. Probably savable, like Leonard maybe should have had it, but it was a really nice, just one-on-one, came down the wing a little wide and ripped her top corner over the glove, and it was a hard shot. Um, so, I don't know, maybe he'll score 40 out of the blue, but I'm not actually serious there. But <laughs> <laughs> That would be surprising. There, that You heard it here first. Morgan hot take. Geeky scores 40 goals this year. Sarcastic hot take by Chris. <laughs> it is. Watch it happen, though. Well, if it does happen, then uh, I get all the praise, but I get none of the negative if it doesn't. Oh, okay. Yeah, because I said yeah, it was that's sarcastic. Fair. That's fair. You better um, pick him up. No, no. <laughs> get on that waiver wire. I'm not crazy, Grant. I'm sure he's there. Oh, 100% he's there. <laughs> um, yeah. Let's I'm, see where I'm, he's at. I'm curious how Seattle is going to do 
this year. I mean, Vegas is a good team, and they held their own. I mean, they struggled at the beginning, I think. But they didn't yeah. fold, and I mean, hell, hell, it was a close game, you know, decided by a slightly controversial goal. Yeah. Controversial. There we go. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think they just need time to build chemistry. Like, you could see the the, cra- the, the passes weren't overly crisp. Um, they don't no. really know, you know, where each other are yet. And that's just something that's going to, you know, come with time. Morgan yeah. Geeky update. He is 2% rostered on Yahoo Fantasy League. So there you go. He's Probably out available. there. He's out there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so let's, let's, let's move back to the flames. Um, the Seattle is obviously going to be a very exciting team. We'll be interested in keeping an eye on them as well. Uh, I, I'm actually looking forward to the first game that we play against them too. Uh, but the flames roster has been announced. I mean, it was announced a while ago, but, um, get to see Glenn Godden make it. Good yeah. To see Oliver Shillington make it. Um, you know, those guys were kind of weren't too sure who was going to make it there. And um, I'm, I'm glad those guys, you know, beat out a couple of, uh, I mean, Walker Dewar really gave uh, Daryl Sutter a run for his money. Um, I was sad he didn't make the team, actually. Yeah. I, I think you're in the spot. I mean, I over Richie. I mean, it's just yeah. uh, bugs me yeah. because Richie has like this NHL tenure that means nothing. What, like, like what when it comes to ice? And then you hear Sutter talk about performance on the ice and whatever. But then, then Brit Richie makes a team, and like this guy doesn't really contribute anything on the ice. But you saw Walker Dewar. I saw that contribution, and I could see the potential of him helping, really helping out our fourth and third lines. And it's not like we're wasting a prospect by throwing him on the on those lines because he's already kind of in his mid twenties, I think. So he's twenty three. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean I'd I'd take a twenty three year old over a twenty eight year old. Like at this point, you know, Brett Ritchie's who he is. Yeah. You know, he hasn't really shown any hands <laughs> No, all. exactly. And like at least Walker Durer can just like beat defenseman wide like with his speed and, and he also is a big guy, so he'll throw some hits and he had some hands. I mean, he scored, I think, didn't he? Or he was part think, of things anyway. Yeah, yeah. I think he scored a goal so, or two, maybe. I mean, I, I feel like teams are hoping that they can re- rediscover Brett Ritchie from 2016-17 when he was with the <laughs> Dallas Stars. He played 78 yeah. games, 16 goals, 8 assists, 24 points. But, I mean, you look at that every year after that, 7 goals, 4, 2, four last year with us like he scored last year he scored four goals <laughs> that's better that's than Do- four assists too better than dominic simone who scored in his first game <laughs> yeah well with pittsburgh i mean fuck. classic second time jankowski scored a hat trick his first game i think with Pittsburgh. did he really i think so yeah it didn't turn out well for jankowski no no i don't know where he is now uh i Leafs? think he's uh pto that didn't get signed ah. so. Yeah, that's a, that was a great first round pick, TFE. <laughs> best, the best center. We gotta wait for him in the draft. Just, just wait for him. That's right. Just gotta wait for him. A hundred year project. <laughs> when his grandson makes the flames. Yeah. 
grandson of the same name, I guess. Yes, Mark Jankowski. Mark Jankowski Jr. (laughs) (laughs) Too bad I'll be long gone to see that. Oh, no. We'll we'll probably be, what? We'll probably be like mid 50s. Actually, you're right. We'll be all right. Yeah, you're right. We'll be all right. See the salad every now and then, you know? Grant. <laughs> leafy greens are just a tough sell. I got to start eating leafy greens too here. Not eating too healthy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Oliver Shillington. Yep. Happy to see him on the team. Hopefully he gets regular starts over Michael Stone and Eric Bad Branson. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm really hoping to see Shillington in the, in that bottom pairing. You know, in the Oilers game uh, on the 16th and on the 18th against the uh, against the Ducks, because I do not want to see number 44 or number 26 in the lineup. I really do think that he will be in the lineup against the Oilers to counteract their speed, Mm. Um, because he could probably keep up sort of with. I mean, I don't want to necessarily match him against McKinnon, but or sorry, McKinnon, McDavid. Um, but I mean, he has the speed to do so probably he's an effective skater. Um, so I don't know. He'll probably, I think he'll probably be there, but an interesting thing regarding Shillington was that he was, uh, today in practice, he was a right winger, but I think that's just because some people were, some people were missing from practice. So, but yeah, they had him slotted in on that fourth line, right wing spot. (laughs) Didn't they try that? Like when, uh, no, like he's never done it. I don't think before. For some reason, that sounds familiar. Probably Dustin Bufflin. You think I mean, Dustin yeah. Bufflin? No, I'm not thinking. Oh, well, I know Dustin Bufflin, but yeah, I know Dustin Bufflin did that. Yeah. Um, but no, I, I Shillington playing up on the wing sounds really familiar. I think that happened one year. Um. Like years back, yeah. But I think it happened. I think we were like desperate or something, <laughs> so we just and like we just threw him in there just to get him into a game or something. Um, man, I don't. You'd have to Google that. That yeah, would be an interesting uh, trivia. Yeah. Um, I think you'd actually be probably good as a forward, but hey, let's uh, let's see what happens, but. I just want to see him play. I think he deserves to play. Yeah. And I think I think he deserves to be in the top top six every night. Like I think he earned a full time position. I think he was like the best one of the best defensemen, let alone good enough to make the top six. But he was like one of the best ones on the on the entire team, in my opinion. From really? The games I watched. Yeah, I do think that. I think other people think that too. Like like in the preseason, you mean? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. I thought you meant like overall. No, yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> but I think he like or showed. I mean, again, it's come down to that. Do the coaches mean what they say? I mean, like you know, or are they just giving spots to people? Like, I know that happens, and there's waivers, and there's a bunch of other factors at play. But I mean, he definitely earned a spot and deserves to play every mm-hmm. night. He deserves yeah. to play every night until he shows that he doesn't. In my opinion. Yeah, I, I think I think most people would agree with you on that. I mean, he's been with us for so long too. I mean, he's he's been with us since heck, twenty fifteen sixteen. Mm-hmm. Um, 
like I'm I'm honestly surprised that he's still around to be very honest with you he's been very very patient <laughs> um, yes he has and been. like I I think you know I I really hope that this is the year that the kid can you know really establish himself as an everyday NHLer because I think he can be that guy for us um maybe I mean he might he might not make the top four but he's got top four potential so why not let him play and and see if we can discover something out of there right i mean it's 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 not like we have anything to lose <laughs> yeah and i mean he has draft pedigree to some to, to some amount too like in this draft before he fell like he was at one at points along the draft year was ranked like in the top three i think was he yeah but uh i think he dropped like, Work ethic and conditioning and attitude, I think, dropped him, mm. um, like quite significantly. But yep. like, if you look back at some of the early rankings, I bet you you'll see Shillington's name in the top, top five, top ten. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, he's got a wicked shot. Yeah, the offensive instincts and skill is there, right? Like you can see yeah. why. Yeah. Um. Obviously, defensively, uh, especially when he was younger, lacking. Yeah much better now i think but yeah um so yeah i think we just got to let him play and and see where where it goes from there um i'm excited man it's it's gonna be i mean yeah we'll see uh we'll see i suppose (laughs) we'll see how everything shakes out just don't judge the first game because it's guaranteed loss (laughs) what no we usually play pretty well against the oilers it's gonna be a good game. Uh, yeah, I a hope real so. good game. I hope it's a good game. If anything else, just be a good, entertaining game, and don't be like four nothing after the first period. Yeah, actually, I will reveal something right after this break. This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. This episode of Blasty's Corner is brought to you by DraftKings. Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943. So I'd say this is pretty much a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your province yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contests. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code THPN throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code THPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only, new customers only, minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required, one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Albertans can bet on playalberta.ca. Now, back to the show. 
This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL. Welcome back. I wanted to reveal that uh, it's going to be my wife and I's since 2009, almost 21 minus 9. (laughs) 13? No, 13. 12? 12? Yeah. 12. Yeah. Yeah. Twelfth <laughs> anniversary. Congrats. Thanks, man. Yeah. On the sixteenth. On the sixteenth. So the Flames have to win. They gotta they win. They have to win. They gotta win. They must. They gotta win for me. Two one. Twelfth anniversary. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Okay, who scores? Yeah. Uh Elias Lindholm with the game winner. A bold pick there. Johnny Gaudreau with the first goal. Okay. Yeah. Let's see it. That's what I want. That's what I want this year. Unfortunately, Blake Coleman isn't going to be in the lineup on the 16th, but he will be there on the 18th against the Anaheim Ducks. I guess let's try to think of what the game will be like on the 16th. I mean, we're against the Oilers. We watched them play tonight. What do you think? They're ready. They they look pretty. I mean, Mike Smith looks pretty good for a 40 year old. <laughs> Mike Smith. I mean, he's a luck. Uh, I got to be careful with what I say, but <laughs> he seems like the luckiest goalie of all time. I don't know. Like, yeah. Like, he's just not when he was with us, though. <laughs> no, I know. But like, he does the same stuff. He's really deep in his net, and pucks kind of just hit him. Yeah. And he, like it's not because he's in particularly good position. It's just because like the shooters have shot into him. Yeah. Like he's not even looking at the puck some of the times, like just kind of hits him. <laughs> and like he's looking around, diving all over the place. I'm like, this can't be sustainable. But then he did it all last year. So maybe it is. But I mean, like I did, I, <laughs> I looked at the goaltending today. I didn't fill me with confidence, <laughs> to be honest. From Mike Smith, yeah. Um, but it never does, though, mind you. Like he never gives me confidence. Uh, no, never with, with the Flames. So yeah, never. But he's he's stuck around. So good for him. Thirty six um, saves, man. Thirty six yeah. saves tonight. And I mean, but but I, I know what you mean because you you watch the uh, the JT Miller uh, shot attempt in the shootout. Like he just shot it right at the his fucking glove and. Now he apparently has a glove hand that he can make saves with. He never made any glove hand saves when he was playing for the Flames. Oh, like every I time know. he shot glove, it would go in. Like, no-brainer. Yeah. How, how many times did you see a flop in Mike Smith, you know, diving to make a glove save and uh, yeah, miss man. it? Yep. Uh, yep. So I, I, I don't know what I, I don't know what that... Uh, the, the, only thing that, the only thing that I can distill out of that is... He was obviously on the Edmonton Oilers payroll at the time, and he was just <laughs> there to sabotage the Flames. <laughs> Must have been. That's yeah, got to be it. That's got to be it. I've cracked yeah, it. You've I cracked it. it I, look, I, yeah, I mean, Mike Smith, I, I don't wish ill on any, like anyone's personal career. I mean, he has had a long career, though, so I, I hope he crashes and burns this <laughs> week. Um, <laughs> uh, and he might. He very well might. But uh, he doesn't right. feel me with confidence yet. But the rest of the Oilers, I mean, shit, uh, they looked 
I'm allowed to swear on here? Well, too late. Yeah. They, they looked good. Really good. Yeah. Dangerous, like... For the first time. Uh, I mean, yeah, that power play, I'm just like, oh, if the Flames take a bunch of penalties like they did in the preseason, mm. it's going to be over. It's going to be over quick. Yeah. Um, Zach Hyman scores his first goal. Right? Yep. Empty netter, pretty much. Fucking Hyman. Yeah. Brendan Perlini is apparently a god. Perlini. Yeah. He what was scoring all over the place in, in the preseason for them, apparently, too. Oh, the Oilers. Yeah. Yeah. Don't think he did anything tonight, but No, I don't think he did anything tonight. No. But I mean you, you look at you look at their defensive pairings. I mean it's 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 still pretty suspect. You know, Duncan Keith, Cody C I didn't even see Keith in the end of the game there. Like I didn't hear his name at all. No, I didn't. I mean, they're they're a purely offensive team. Yeah. Like they're tailored to offense from top to bottom. It's just like I mean, you look like Nurse, uh, yeah. Barry, Keith. They're just offense, 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 offense. Give us more offense, and we don't really care. We'll just outscore that position. That's it. Yeah i i found it I found it funny that they gave away their best homegrown defensive talent and Ethan Bear for like a third line Warren Fogle. Mm. who like okay so you're just hoping that the the third and fourth line slow guys down and so they don't score or like (laughs) what to be honest i don't even know i watched the game and i couldn't even tell you who their third pairing is yeah so yeah i probably should know that but yeah they'll probably score three goals on the flames on saturday yeah (laughs) their top six their top six looks pretty good I mean, Yamamoto and Pugliarvi have finally come into their own. I was hoping Pugliarvi would get traded. You know, I was hoping <laughs> he'd pout and, and want to leave, force his way out. But no, I mean, they eventually just forced him to play with McDavid, and now he's having success. So, I mean, surprise. Yeah, shocker. I mean, not a lot of players. It's not like Crosby. Like, McDavid did need a fit. Crosby just makes anyone good. I can't say the same about McDavid, really. Yeah, I, I I think the thing with McDavid is that you need to be able to keep up with him. Yeah. And not many people can. No. Um, if any. I mean, like, you know, it's it's I think the speed at which Connor plays is such that like he's he's used to making decisions that takes like a few seconds for other players to make. But for him, because he plays so fast and can skate so fast, like he has to make those decisions within milliseconds. Yeah. So like nobody it's, it's, it's kind of like, well, I mean, he's, he's like, he's the next Wayne Gretzky, right? Like nobody um, could really be on Gretzky's level because he just thought the game in a completely on a completely another level. Different times. Yeah. 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 So, you know, he's on East coast time and, you know, everybody else is on BC time way out, <laughs> like five, six hours behind or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. No. Uh, yeah. It'll be, it'll be a good game on Saturday. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, hopefully the big guns for the flames can, 
can do damage on their on their own on their own merit, you know. Yeah, I mean having not having Blake Coleman in the in the lineup I think will will be uh a pretty big impact, I think. Um, yeah. Well, I mean top six forward. Yeah. For us. <laughs> For us. <laughs> For us. Our shiniest our um, shiniest acquisition in the offseason. Yeah. And I, I think we'll be okay, like moves Dubé up right to the top six. I think he'll play there and yeah. um and that'll be and that'll be that. So um we'll see how it goes. Gives Dubé a little opportunity again to see if he's grown in one game, but here's one game kid, show us something. Yeah. Um yeah, exactly. I mean, it's it, it's also kind of funny that the the two out of the three forwards that we acquired over the summer, um, all three of them are out. I mean, one of them's Blake Coleman is obviously suspended as we mentioned. Tyler yeah. Pitlick is out, Brad Richardson's out. He's on the IR actually, so like you know, Oh, I, <laughs> never mind. Sorry, sorry, sorry. We got we got Trevor Lewis. Trevor Lewis, right? Trevor Lewis in the lineup. Third Trevor line. Lewis will be there. Yeah. yeah. It's just a lot of math for me. I yeah, I've already talked about it in previous episodes, but yeah. Um, we'll see what happens. Um, I mean, I think I think it'll be all right. I, I think it'll be okay. Uh, and the Calgary Flames are dressing the 2015 <laughs> LA Kings. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so actually, I, I wanted to talk about um, another article that I was reading on The Athletic. I mean, I, they do really good stuff on The Athletic, so I'm, I'm going to get most of my information. Um, I should. I, I, I should. I'm subscribed. You are subscribed. Oh yeah, I read Good. them every day. Excellent. Uh, did you read the article by Salvian and Duhatchik about how the Flames went against the NHL grain this off season? No, but I saw it. Okay, you should read it. Uh, Elaborate in because Give me it's, notes. it's 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 very. I I I really enjoyed Duhatchik's take on the direction that we're going in. So like, you know how we're kind of, we've brought in guys who slow the game down. Mm. Um, and so to Hatchick ponders whether the flames are maybe trying their own hand at doing what the Islanders did when they brought Barry Trotz in. Um, and really focusing on defense first and you know like it, the there's a lot of similarities within the roster right both teams islanders flames we have actually they're the same number too we have one guy who's kind of like who could be on the cusp of superstardom mhm barzil and gudro yep surrounded by a couple of decent like good talents yes um that have made a name for themselves in the nhl right like bovillier Anders Lee, um, they had Everly at the time. Uh, Josh you know that, Bailey. Josh Bailey, yeah, those kind of guys. We got Lindholm, Kachuk, Monaghan, Manjapani yeah. coming into his own, Backlund. Um, you know, and, and their defense 
right now, I mean, with, with Giordano before we boasted one of the best defensive uh, pairings in the league, but um, without Giordano, we're kind of along the same lines as what New York has, right? Kind of like not high end, but pretty decent defensemen. Um, and they were able to kind of overhaul their system overnight without really having too much turnover within the the players, right? They were able to buy in um, and and really work on you know forechecking and and playing defensively and you know what Goudreau was saying today, keeping your stick on the ice and making sure that you know you're 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 uh, going after pucks and and passing lanes and and all that kind of stuff. So, you know, I I found it really interesting um, that they might be trying to like it'll be interesting to see if that's actually what they're doing, right? If they're actually trying to model the their game after what the Islanders have done, um, and if they can buy into Sutter's system, I think that. Uh, we have a pretty good chance of at least making the playoffs. I mean, I think this is a playoff team. Um, much like how the Dallas stars were a playoff team. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like they were, uh, and, and even, even the, the Canadians last year, right. When they brought in the old guys like Corey Perry and, and all those guys. And, um, Remember that quote Mark Bergevin said that we're not a we're not a regular season team, we're a playoff team. Right? I feel like yes. that's what we're maybe trying to do. We're trying to bring in the experience. I mean, I don't think it was an accident that we brought two time Stanley Cup champion Blake Coleman, two time Stanley Cup champion Trevor Lewis, um into this group. You know what I mean? I I, I feel like they're trying to bank on experience. Um, I mean, especially now since uh, Jordana was taken from us, I, I feel like that's kind of maybe the route that they're going into. So I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Um, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's interesting. Like they kind of talked about that and compared to the Islanders, I actually think that is a good comparison. Um, obviously when we were at the top of the league, um, maybe at that time, everyone thought that, well, we can compete with the run and gun, you know, like we compete, can compete with, with the stars. And we have Johnny, like he can be that star. And I think over the next few years, you know, the duo has shown and, and supporting cast has shown they can't be that team, but we don't succeed being a run and gun team in any sense. We just mm-hmm. lose. Yeah. Um, I mean, Colorado wiped the floor with us. You know, we were, we, we were supposed to be the run and gun team that year. Oh, shit. Right? We were yep. supposed to be, you know, the, the high-flying, like, high-scoring team. And, yeah. you know, we, we – I mean, we fizzled. We You know, we let 50 shots against every game. And Mike Smith was the only reason why we yeah. were even relevant in that series. And I hate to say it, but he yeah. was great there. Yeah, he was. Um, he so was. props where props are due. Um, yeah. So – I, yeah, I'd, look, I think it's everyone always chases um, the model of the previous winners, and that like mm-hmm. doesn't really work. Like each each new Stanley Cup winner has has their own model. Like you have to make your own model. Like if you if all the teams are trying to be like Tampa, they're not going to be able to do it. 
because they don't have Kucherov, Stamkos. You know, they don't have the same group. Yeah. So you do have to like look at your own team and say, how can the team we have be successful? And I think, yeah, a defense first methodology for this this team makes sense. Like they can slow the game down. We have players that can that can play slow. Yeah. If I guess if that makes sense, like, and I guess slowing the game down doesn't necessarily mean play slow, but just means like bog up the other team so they can't play fast. Yeah. You know, make smart decisions. Don't give the puck away. Don't give many odd man rushes. Make them fight for every chance. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, and, and there's skill in our team where we can score given an opportunity. You know, like we take our power plays, maybe score on power plays. You know, cause some turnovers, maybe score on a turnover on a rush because that's one of the strengths. Excuse me. Historically, of Johnny. And yep. many of his other supporters, like, they can score on the rush. And, you know, that's partially why they were so great um, in that season. They scored a ton of goals off the rush with Lindholm. Mm-hmm. Um, just a simple pass and Lindholm shooting it right away. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I think, I mean, I'm excited to see what Daryl can do with a full year. I really am. Like, an actual proven successful coach behind the bench who's mm-hmm. won Stanley Cups recently, you know, relatively recently. <laughs> um, Bob had won, obviously, but it was like in one, I guess, with Colorado, right? So that was like yeah. over a decade. You know, the game was different when he coached us. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, I think it's an interesting strategy. Do I think? I mean, I, I really like Barry Trotz as a coach. Mm-hmm. Um. Do I do I think Jeff Sutter is equal to Barry Trotz? I don't know. I think Sutter is a, he's a character. He brings a style. Yeah. Do we have the corpse to play that style and do it effectively? We'll see. That's up for, that's up for debate. I think we have a chance to make the playoffs. We can make the playoffs. And once you're in the playoffs, yeah, anything can happen really. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I mean, you know, you look at, you look at the experience we do have in the playoffs there. I mean, Milan Lucic, Tons of experience playing with Boston. Yes. Backlund has some experience. I mean, just just from being there for so long. <laughs> Not great experience, but some experience. Trevor Lewis, obviously. Blake yes. Coleman, obviously huge. Richardson. Um, Richardson, yeah. It's was a team. Richardson, Richardson win? Yeah, yeah, I think he was. He won with the Kings with them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It was a so, theme. They brought in yeah. winners. Mm-hmm. They brought in people that know how to win, know how to play to win under Daryl specifically. I should yeah. say. Yeah. Um, they just have to make it, you know, that's kind of the problem I'm seeing. Yeah. And I think, I think, you know, I, I watched press conference with Johnny and Markstrom today and they were just talking about, you know, what they're looking forward to in the season and training camp and whatnot. And I mean, what I'm hearing from the players is that, you know, they're happy that, they have a full training camp with Daryl. Cause like when he came in mid season last year, you, you can't really, you know, it's, it's really difficult for him to assess what he has in the team. And, you know, you're kind of right. They were in the middle of a playoff race for their lives. Um, it wasn't too much where you could communicate and try things, but um, I, I think during the training camp, they got more comfortable with each other. They got to know each other more and, that's really important because you know we 
we had this, like you said, before we were seen as this run and gun team and then we're promptly shown that we are not by the Colorado Avalanche in 2015. That was such a terrible, or was it 2015? Whatever uh, year it was. Whatever year yeah. it was. Um, whatever year it was. It wasn't that uh, far ago, I don't think. Yeah, it, yeah, whatever year it was, it uh, that was such a pathetic... Anyway. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry to bring back those memories, Greg. No, they were, they were, yeah, they were, I was, I'm rattled. Uh, but no, like, it, ever since that series, the Flames have... I don't think they've ever recovered from that series. They've never had a identity and before that we were known as you know the you know put your work shoes on like you it's it's going to be a grind tonight if we're playing the flames you know work shoes hard hat they come in and play and they grind out wins and that was our identity the comeback for comeback kids yeah the comeback kids too yeah but uh, i mean that was only one season yeah, the running gun I mean, was only one season. This is what I mean: is that we're, we've been trying these new. I, I don't want to call them monikers, but they they kind of end up being monikers because they've they've only been they they only work for the one season. Yeah. Um, but they don't have an identity. Like they don't know this team doesn't know the brand of hockey that they can actually play. And I think that's where Daryl can step in and and really instill that into the players. Mm-hmm. Uh, and like you said, I think they can be successful playing Daryl Sutter brand hockey. Um, cause you know, we, we have these guys who are very skilled, um, who, who can be skilled. I mean, you know, Dylan Dubé still has a lot to go and Manjapani still has a ways to go. Um, but we have effective shooters, right? Lindholm, Monahan's got a good shot. Kachuk's got a good shot. Gaudreau's got a good shot, but it's a muffin. I mean, he doesn't have any power behind it. But no, but he uh, just picks his corners and yeah. he's got a sneaky release. So. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, you know, seeing him in the preseason trying to actually lay hits too is very encouraging because that means he's buying in, and that's that's a good sign, right? Like he knows yep. that he's not gonna. He knows that he's not gonna knock anybody over or you know, kill anybody. Like he said, like that's a direct quote from him, but. Um, hmm. he knows that he can disrupt things just, you know, by being there, by, by running into a guy like that, that is enough to break the guy off his stride. Um, and like you said, that's enough to cause a turnover. That's enough to, you know, get the puck going the other way. And, you know, if, if he's just not solely focused on scoring goals, you know, maybe he can find a way to help this team in other departments and, you know, because right now he's 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 one dimensional. You know exactly what he's going to do when he comes into the offensive zone, right? Yeah, comes right in. Depending on where he is, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I mean, if he if he's anywhere in the top or bottom of the circle, like it's it's skate in, button hook, look for the pass. That's mm-hmm. what he does. If he comes in trying to fly in from the middle of the zone, he's trying to deke you. So like you, you know, like <laughs> that's that's all you. I mean, if if I can see that, if I can see that without like any of their advanced, you know, replays and and that's analytics right. and video coaches, like anybody can fucking see that. I mean, you know what I mean? Like it's 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 very obvious what he's trying to do. Um, yes. So you know, um, that's that's something that I think. Johnny can help with and 
Um, you know, he's he, he has expressed, and according to Pierre Lebrun too, he's he's he hasn't moved from the standpoint that he wants to resign in Calgary. So, um, and it sounds like they're not going to break off uh, negotiations during the season. Like they're they're happy to keep communication lines open. So, you know, we we might we might even see an extension come up um, at a certain point. So. You know, I uh, I would be very happy if we could sign Johnny to a uh, to a long term deal. Yes. I, I do. I've I've mentioned it many times to to you personally, and and also on this podcast. I, I think he is our best player, um, and you know, I I think we we need to do whatever we can to keep him and Kachuk um, in the organization. I agree. I think. I mean, Johnny is a. He's one of those game breakers that don't just come around mm-hmm. very often and you don't yeah. let them go. Cause those are the players that, I mean, okay. They might not be very good in playoff or two or three or four. Uh, but, uh, it's the one that they do, you know, yeah. Break out. They're like, Oh, well, I'm glad we never got rid of that player. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and I don't, yeah, I hope we do sign him and, Maybe there's other players in the league that can convince him to stay here. If there's other players like uh, someone from Buffalo, or you know, that maybe can come along. And <laughs> who do we want from Buffalo? I don't know. There's a sentiment out there, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty good center. He's got a neck problem. <laughs> the I GM's mean, feeling the pressure. Broke center, man. Broke center. <laughs> but a good centerman. Do you want to get and into he- that right now? I guess maybe a little, like, just with the, you know, I think the GM is now shifted a little bit. Kevin Adams now is allowing conditions and um, on the trades. And uh, I know there was a couple news reports, I'm just reading around, um, that there's really only, there's like two front runners, I guess, from the things I've seen was like Anaheim and the Flames. Really? So, I mean, I don't even know how legitimate these sources are, but there's been some developments. And I, I mean, I know the agent is that is working with Jack Eichel is the same agent, and this might not mean anything, but is Owen Power. Okay. So, you know, I, and there's, you know, there's little things that we don't hear about, but there's, there's always like, oh, well, they're the same agent. Maybe, you know, like that'll put some pressure on, on the GM to do something because you don't want to sour the relationship with that agent and therefore maybe sour the relationship with the player before it even begins. Um, but no, I don't know. I, I'm just excited to see it end. And uh, now I have renewed hope again. Gosh, darn hope that uh, <laughs> we're at least in contention to get him Cause I think he's another one of those um, game breaking talents. And if we can protect our draft picks, like, you know, top five protected or whatever, um, then I think it's worth it. Because, like, I mean, first-round picks, especially for the Flames, they don't always pan out. So I think yeah. that's – I think the Flames, and especially Flames fans, just from, like, reading around, are even overvaluing those picks. Like, those picks – we know what Jack Eichel is for the most part. Maybe not necessarily after surgery, mm-hmm. but we know what he was before. And if the surgery goes well, we know what he's going to be. And that's, yeah. that's that's an elite player, one of the best centers in the league. Yeah, um, like he carried has carried Buffalo since he became captain. 
Yeah. <laughs> he's dragged them into the fight, and they've lost, but the, he's the only one doing anything. Yeah. Yep. Um, so, I mean, we, yeah, he's another one of those players, and uh, I just am a big Jack Eichel fan, and I hope the surgery, whenever he gets it, goes well, and I hope that he's donning the C, and I don't know what we would have to give up. It would obviously be significant, hopefully not a lot of roster players, because if Jack Eichel's coming, I still want us to be competitive this year, and if we trade major roster pieces, um, that might put us out of the playoffs by the time he's back, which would be unfortunate with you know yeah. contracts coming up. So yeah. maybe it doesn't maybe it doesn't work. Like maybe that maybe that doesn't work out with Buffalo. But uh, I, from what I understand, like a couple teams have looked into the medical records, are comfortable with the surgery, um, and they're willing to pursue it. And I think the Flames are one of those teams. Yeah. So, yeah. What do you think about that? What do you think about Eichel? I mean, I, I fuck if if the surgery turns him from a ninety point defenseman to like a seventy point defenseman, that's still. You well, know. I hope he doesn't play defense for us. <laughs> did I say defenseman? Yeah. Why did I say defenseman? I don't know. Well, who's on your mind? I don't know who's on my mind. Shellington. No. <laughs> no. Wow, that was weird. I think I'm tired. Yeah, it is late. Oh, Owen Power was on my mind. I was there. You go. I was looking him up because I uh, I forgot that Buffalo drafted him. That's right. Um, so, so yeah, I, if he if he goes from being a ninety point centerman to a seventy point centerman, like that's that's still uh, that's still great value. Like I'd, I'd give up all the first round picks. Still, the Flames' um, best center. Yeah, exactly. Like bar none. Like yeah. <laughs> I mean, Lias Lindholm is a seventy point centerman. I would say he's only twenty six. Yeah, um, he's yeah. gonna get there. But uh, yeah, I mean, I would be very happy if we could get Jack Eichel on this team. Uh, our top nine would immediately be like very legitimate. I would say, but especially if we kept Monahan somehow. Yeah, I don't think that is. I think we'll lose Monahan if we ever bring Eichel. But yeah, I, I think we got to get rid of Monahan simply for the cap to work. Yeah, um, but that might disgruntle Johnny Gaudreau because you know that's his best buddy and he likes playing with Monahan. Um, but I mean, if he's playing with Jack Eichel, yeah, he can he can become buddies with Jack Eichel. They're both yeah. American. You're both American. It's true. Don't they know each other too? Like I, I thought they grew they, up. They they maybe I know they played together at the World Cup. Yeah. So, so they I do mean, know they, each other. Yeah. Sure. They yeah. So like uh, this might sound I I don't want this to sound xenophobic, but I mean if we do get Jack Eichel, then uh, the top three players on the team are going to be American, which <laughs> I don't know right. how I feel about that. But Hannafin's uh, also American. <laughs> uh, that's true. Yep. Swedish and American. And that's, a that's bunch of Swedes. Yep. I'm good with that. Yep. That's okay. Um, you know, they steal all our players, so we can take their players too. That's right. Yeah. Uh so yeah, I mean I'm I'm just I'm just worried about the acquisition cost, man. I mean, like mm-hmm. if if it's a first year, you know, if it's if it's man, even if it's 2022, 23 first round picks. Um, like both first round picks go the other way. 
um, Connor Zary, and like I don't even know what else they want. They, I mean, they they're probably going to be like, I want Dustin Wolf to be hands off. Like I do not want Dustin Wolf going the other no, way. I don't think they're trading Dustin Wolf. Yeah, like I think I think that's going to be that might be the reason we don't get Eichel is because um Trilliving's just I'm hoping Trilliving's going to be bullish on not letting Dustin Wolf go. Yeah. Cuz that would be I mean it'd be a huge mistake in my opinion. I mean, I know we're getting I know what we're getting back, but he is the goalie of our future and um you know, we like hope no, so. Yeah. But I mean, I it all signs point to it. I mean, yeah. if he continues along his path which I don't really, I mean, obviously injuries can come about and, and, you know, multiple miscellaneous things could, could derail him, but you know, obviously we don't hope for that. Um, but I, I, geez. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't know. It would be a tough sell. And I, I don't think like, like my mind kind of goes to like Monaghan, Zary and two firsts. And I'd be and like the firsts are conditional. Yeah. Um, you know, they maybe they they're they're top five protected and conditional if he doesn't play a game for the Flames, maybe they turn into nothing. Yeah. You know, we get them back if he doesn't even play a game ever. If type he doesn't deal. play a game ever, but then we get rid of but then we're out Sean Monaghan and Connor Zary, man. Yeah, well, I mean, that... maybe, you can put, maybe you can put conditions on that too. Maybe the trade reverts. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I, think, I don't know uh... if that's there's risk, right? Like that's uh... that's part of the problem surrounding this trade. Like there's risk, there's risk trading for Eichel right now, but it's worth it, I think. I mean, like, like we mentioned in was that episode two? Yeah, it was episode two. Uh, I I don't think that it's it's that big of a deal because i mean the surgery that jack eichel wants performed is like it, it's been done for decades it's not something that's like brand new experimental it's new in the sense that it hasn't been done by an nhl player mm-hmm. um so i i could see there being concerns about that like because if if the the um the disc can't hold up then you know you might have problems you know because it's it's a it's an artificial disc that they'd be replacing it with um instead of removing and fusing uh which sounds painful (laughs) uh doesn't it (laughs) yeah like i have all the i have all the discs in my back and neck and like fuck i i like have trouble I have neck pain from just being alive. Like I'm not even an NHL player. Like, just, I don't even know what it would feel like to have uh, a disc removed said, and fused together. I think he said the pain right now before the surgery is like someone jamming a screwdriver into his neck nerve. Jesus. That's what he said, I think, or someone yeah, said. Yeah, so he's been sitting at home feeling that. Like He's, he's ready for that surgery. Ridiculous, man. Kevin yeah. Adams, get your shit together. Buddy. Get your shit together! Get it together. Yeah. Like this is send him over for magic beans. Wow. Yeah. Man. No. There there's I mean, yeah, there's risk to the trade. I think um, yeah, like you said, I, 
I think they've done their due diligence and a team trading for him obviously would do their due diligence on the surgery and feel fairly confident that he can come back to 100%. So, yeah. Um, let's see what happens in the Jack Eichel saga. But other than that, uh, we highly anticipate the start of the season for the Flames. Yes, it's going to be a good one, we hope. <laughs> mm. um, I think it'll be uh, it'll be exciting. So we'll see how everything shakes out. But uh, we've been talking for over an hour. I think it's about time we wrap this thing up. Uh, Chris, always a pleasure. Thanks for jumping on. Thanks, Grant. It has been fun. Yeah. And if you enjoyed this podcast, please follow us at Blasty's Corner on Twitter and uh, share this with your friends. Bring your mom. We would very much appreciate it. We do need the followers and listeners uh, because, I mean, you know, this is for fun, but we, we do we do like to hear from you guys when whenever we can. So that would be super fun as well. And we will talk to you after the Flames' first game on the 16th of October. We'll talk to you on Monday. Peace, everybody. You You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at thehockeypodcastnetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.